Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 141 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Orange, you glad it's Chris here, too? <laughs> I was really proud of that one. You came up with that, you said, like, on the spot. Yeah, I remembered I needed an intro, and I thought of that instantly. Because that's usually what happens. Like, I'm about to hit record, and you're like, oh, wait, I need an intro. Yep. And normally it takes another, like... Oh, uh, pff, an hour. Two, uh, an hour. I, I hold up the But this time you were like, I got it. <laughs> Had it ready to go. Chris, how are you today? Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a touch under the weather. Yeah. Real quick That's aside. What happens when your kids go yeah, to daycare? My kids just started daycare after like a year of COVID quarantine. And they, of course, immediately got sick. And I didn't get anything. Not from COVID like, sick, though. No, just, actually, they we did have some COVID tests in the family. No COVID. Just, just, just like colds. Just like they haven't been exposed to germs in a year and a half and exactly the germs they need yep so um i held off for like a week i thought maybe i dodged it but no i did not yeah <laughs> i'm waiting to see if i'm going to get hit next not because i'm in the same room with you but because your well, daughter been and around I, my kids a bunch i've been with and your daughter and i shared an ice cream on the boardwalk last night yeah she also she sneezed in my face a couple days ago <laughs> <laughs> well that might have been the shotgun blast that just <laughs> yeah that, that might have been it did it for you well i hope you uh you feel better soon Oh, thank you. I'm fine. I'll be all right. Yeah, I'm sorry seem, if I sound seem, bad on the podcast. Good. No. All right. So, Chris, let's let's dive right into this. Yeah, let's get right into this. Yeah, we we, we got some things to talk we, about. We got some feedback on our last episode. We did. Yeah. So, uh, our listeners remember our last episode was the Chicken Wars: Ginger versus Chicken Brent, and that came in uh, honor of our family engaging in a little chicken uh, chicken off, if you will, eating chicken sandwiches, eating chicken sandwiches, which uh, not a great idea. To eat well, a lot, a lot at once. Yeah, I would say. I mean, it affected me maybe more. Than no, so it than did. It did affect. I, I don't regret it. Well, I don't regret it either. But <laughs> I mean, if I were to tell somebody to do it, I would just say, brace yourself. Yeah, yeah. Don't like go on a date that night. No. Just like be prepared to be near a bathroom. Be in a house with. If you're doing it with people in the same house, make sure that's at least like a two and a half bath. Yep. You definitely need at least at least that. Or go home after. Or go home quickly after, though. You don't want a long drive. <laughs> or make sure you have your route planned where you could stop, if need be. Uh, so uh, in that episode, we had a Ginger from Chicken Run going up against Chicken Brent from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. And currently, the poll, Ginger is leading with 70% of the vote to Chicken Brent's 30% of the vote. I'm a little surprised by that, but... Not gonna lie, I'm very surprised by that. <laughs> Let's see the comments. Maybe people didn't buy Chicken Brent as a real chicken because he was really just a human inside of a chicken. That's true. Well, well, we'll see what the people have to say. There was a second question that we added, which we said, "Who do you think is winning the chicken wars?" And currently, it's fifty percent for other, uh, meaning none of the oh, options. None of the well, options that we provide. I, I mean, we're like very like <laughs> East Coast. Maybe there's tons of other chicken in the world That's, that we just don't have access that, to. That is that is exactly correct. So. Fifty uh, percent said other, thirty percent said Chick Fil A, twenty mm-hmm. percent said Popeyes. We have still haven't had a Popeyes. No, not during that. No, 
And uh, so nobody voted for McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, KFC, Arby's, or Royal Farms. So, That's telling. That's very telling. Uh, most, most, most people went for other. So some of the comments we have here, uh, they said, first of all, you missed Culver's. They are amazing. Right. Uh, so when I you say up, missed, what's the closest Culver's so, to us? So I did, I did look it up, and I believe it's like in Michigan. I think. Okay, so we we didn't miss it as much as it's, uh, it's not near where we <laughs> yeah. live. Yes. Uh, if so, we're in Michigan, though, I will check it so out. So there's a bunch in Michigan. There's some in Indiana. There's some in Ohio. It looks like there's a couple in North Carolina as well. All right. Well, we so just narrowed down where we, that voters from. So so we did we did miss it. I guess you're right. When I was uh, driving around for an hour and a half that day, I just forgot to hit on, you know, uh, I-76 West and and hit up some Culvers out there in Michigan. So I do apologize for that. Um, but the person also added, saying, but I say Chicken Brent purely because he could beat Thanos with the <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet. I risk my case. So that person's given uh, that feedback right there. The person's well-read. person knows what they're talking about. Uh, yes. Yeah, someone else uh, said Chicken Brent is a cooked chicken and survived the cooker. I rest in my place. I guess they're resting their case. In, in that way maybe that got autocorrected yeah maybe. maybe it's a different expression where they live <laughs> someone said quote i mean i'm pretty sure it's a joke but i'm still using it as evidence unquote chris 2021 <laughs> you must you must have used that for your yeah, uh that's what they're talking about the thanos thing i think yes exactly now here we have uh one of Although our th that does actually pretty much summarize my whole philosophy to this podcast <laughs> yeah, exactly i'm gonna use it it's not legit it's not canon but i'm gonna use it it looks like there's a culver's in ohio we could also probably a little closer all right that that could be we do uh, have family out in ohio we'll have to ask um we have a family member named steve who lives out in ohio maybe he can mail us one. maybe he can mail <laughs> quick can you mail a chicken sandwich <laughs> will it keep uh there's also some in florida if we ever go there okay in like the orlando area or because that's usually where we fly I don't know, i'm just looking show. at their website it says there's 77 in florida or opening soon okay i don't know all right i don't want to get too deep into this uh well research <laughs> we don't want we don't want to upset this person they, they really want us to try well, it. i do want to try we, it we now. got to the point where we missed it if they said not, it's that good not only not only that we didn't even consider it we missed it as if it was right there in front of us the whole time Maybe it's that good. Maybe we should have driven to Michigan to get think, one. Uh, yeah, we didn't. We didn't commit to this, I guess, as, as as deeply as we should have. They have a pretty nice website. There's a lot of them too. That's good. All right. So they must be doing something right. Someone wrote in. This is one of our great stories that we have. The sun is rising as Ginger leads her escaped chicken clan through the wilderness, searching for a new home. However, in the distance, they see something moving through the trees. Brock screams Ginger. The shape ahead stops moving. Why are there so many chickens here? Chicken Brent cannot understand what they are saying, but the chickens begin chatting amongst themselves. Ginger pulls out the axe that she stole from the farmer's wife, flailing it sadly at Brent. Weak arms. Whoa, that is a spicy chicken! Brent then begins the fight, kicking and punching and snapping necks left and right. As the feathers fall, Brent breathes heavily. Sirens begin to scream in the background. A police detective steps out of the cop car. This is Detective Jake Perlata. And Peralta. you are... Under arrest for, for the Brooklyn murder of these chickens. You know, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently wearing a chicken as clothes. Winner, Chicken Brent. Does you haven't seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I've seen a you handful. Watch Brooklyn I've heard Nine -Nine. it's phenomenal. I know. They're in their final season. I have heard. I know. What, did he get canceled from Fox and picked up by NBC? Something like Something that? Something like that. Yeah. No, I've heard phenomenal things. It's just one of those shows that have just... Like, I hear you. It's probably going to be like a Parks and Rec situation for me where I watch it when it's over. Yeah. 
but no, I have nothing against the show. But I do want to. I do want to. Who's who's um Officer Perlotta's character? Is that um Peralta? Is that uh, Andy um, Samberg? Andy Samberg's character. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's another there's another vote for Chicken Brent there. Um, so those just might be the three people who said Chicken Brent, and <laughs> then that, none oh, of man. none of my ginger people, uh, uh, you know, commented why they, they thought they Ginger would win. They didn't need any explanation. No, they it's didn't. Like ginger wins. Now there are other uh, there are some comments that we left out, and that's because they're going to lead into today's episode. And these comments made me chuckle. I, I was very surprised by these comments. One one person wrote in just saying, "I'm vegetarian." Someone else wrote in saying, "You must make it up to vegans and vegetarians like me by doing a Veggie Tales episode." And then another person wrote in saying, "I'm vegetarian, so the Beyond uh, so the Beyond Chicken, it is amazing." So I've heard good things about the Beyond Burgers. Uh, I, I've heard the same I thing. Heard of Beyond Chicken. Though. I've never, I've never tried anything like that. I guess it's pretty similar, to like a veggie burger, right? I guess it's like the mm, same concept, or no? It's the same concept, but just done differently. Uh, I don't know if it's like a veggie burger. Okay, the they're, people they're the, really trying to imitate the fl- the taste of meat. Our though. listeners are probably screaming right now. Like, I, don't, no. I haven't had one. They're around here though. Like it's pretty popular. You I'd can be get them totally down to try one. Does that does that food truck you and I go to? They probably don't do that, right? No, no. But um. A bunch of restaurants around here do have it. I know it's kind of like the new... I don't want to say it's like a fad, but it's just kind of the new popular thing, I guess, with foods. Like this and like impossible yeah. meat I think stuff. if... I mean... I don't feel like they've been doing that for... No, it's relatively new, I think. Yeah. I don't think it's a fad, though. I think it's... Uh, you think it's to stick around? It'll just stick yeah, around? Yeah. All right. Fine. That's awesome. Go for it. So, thank you for everybody who took the time to vote for that episode and for leaving us the feedback and writing a great chapter to an introduction for uh, some fan fiction there. Um, and yeah, so we're going to we're going to answer your call and do a do a vegetarian and vegan friendly episode. That's right. It's not going to be VeggieTales though cuz we've it's, talked about that before, but I don't want to watch VeggieTales. I don't. And that's very um religious based and I don't want to make it like we could get like yeah, jihadist or something or um <laughs> No, no. What's the uh, Christian version? Uh, a, crusade? a crusade. Yes. Crusaded. We could have a crusade against our podcast. Yeah, I don't want we that don't to want happen. that happening. Not at all. But before we get into that, we have one more piece of business to take care of, and that is a fictional background for a non-fictional review. This comes in from listener. I love soccer. Six. Title of the podcast is "I Love Your Podcast," and the review reads: "You guys are so funny." And always have a great idea. You always have great ideas for battles. You listen to your listeners and make them feel like they are part of the podcast. I also love that I can vote using Google because I don't have a Twitter. You guys are the best. Keep making podcasts! Exclamation point! A couple of them, maybe seven or eight, and then an emoji smiling with a uh, like a sweat, speed <laughs> of sweat coming down. Uh, five stars. <laughs> five stars. So thank you very much to I Love Soccer. You're right there, Chris. I'm just laughing at your emojis description. <laughs> do you know which one I'm talking about? I do. Okay. I'm just, I guess that makes us like old people. <laughs> like, you know, beat of sweat emoji. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is this is where I went immediately. So I first started thinking that this might be a... It could be an older listener or it could be a younger listener. Wow, you really narrowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking because they don't have Twitter. And maybe they just know Twitter sucks. That's true. So maybe they're young then. Because I think most old people use Twitter. <laughs> you do? Okay. I'm, I'm making it... I want to hear more of your analysis. Old old meaning, like, I don't know, over than 30. They all say. use Twitter? Not all. <laughs> I would say I would say a majority of them do. Sure, yeah. <laughs> all right. So this I is can't where, wait to hear the so rest this of this is, analysis. This is where my mind, though, went immediately, is 
I went to I Love Soccer, mm-hmm. okay? And I started thinking of, there's a, a character from one of my favorite movies called I Love You, Man. That's a good movie. Paul Rudd and... Um, Paul Rudd Jay- and Jason uh, Segel. Jason Segel, yeah. And there's a character, uh, or excuse me, there's an actor named Joe Lowe... Slap True, in the base. True, uh, <laughs> slap in the base. There's, a, there's, a, there's an actor named uh, Joe Lowe Truglio, and... He, oh, I know Joe Truglio. He's, he's in a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, oh! Who does he play? Do you know? Uh, let's see. I have it right here. Um, um, um I'm looking it up. I, I can't have think it in of front his of name. Uh, Charles Boyle. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Charles was. Boyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, in I Love You, Man, he plays a character named Lonnie, and he's this guy who has like a really high pitched voice, and he takes Paul Rudd to like a soccer game. And while they're watching the soccer game, he's like, "I love soccer! I love soccer!" And he keeps like screaming it, like when they're when they're in the stands. And um, he's like, "I got season tickets. We'll do this all the time." And Paul Rudd's like, "Oh, I don't want to be around this guy." He calls him Elmo. Like he's really mean to him. But um, I'm think I'm thinking that that might. I don't. So I don't think it's Joe Truglio because Ju- Joe Truglio does have a Twitter. So it wouldn't it wouldn't be him oh, good because thinking. because good he'd thinking. be able to vote in our old in our old in our old ways. He no does problem. Vote. Yep. So um, I'm thinking that this is Lonnie from that. Now that movie came out in '09, so Twitter relatively early. It, it was around, but it wasn't like as big as it is today. I'm thinking it is Lonnie. He loves soccer. Puts it right there in his in his uh, in his username, <laughs> yeah. and I mean he screams it multiple times in the film. So that's 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 what I'm going. I mean, he says you know he has a great time. He he feels like he's part of the podcast. I mean he might be one of these vegetarians too. You know, he's feeling like he's he's his his voice is being heard. He probably doesn't know. He hasn't heard this episode yet That's because true. we're recording. He might have the, he might have the foresight though. Sure. To just know how we how we operate. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, that sounds really believable, Steve. Lonnie from I Love You. Man. I think you got it. I think so too. I, you know, we haven't heard back from anybody in a long time nope. whether or not we've been getting these. No right. one said we were wrong. That's true. No one said that we were wrong. So thank you very much. I love soccer. For uh, for leaving this uh, this non-fictional review, <laughs> Chris, you ready to get started? I'm ready. Yeah. All right, I'm let's ready. do it. All right. Remember, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email at whowincast at gmail.com and consider checking out our website whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on the Apple Podcasts, so that way it helps us spread the word about our show, and we'll give you a shout-out read live on our show. Chris, what are we talking about today? Even though we, already kind we of are not about talking about meats, that's for sure. No, no, we got feedback that, that people don't want to hear the meats. You texted me and said, we're doing vegetables, and I picked a fruit. I didn't realize <laughs> it until like 10 minutes ago. Uh, we're doing... Um, <laughs> We're doing vegetarian-friendly f- battle. Yeah, herb- for you said for herbivores. Yeah, for herbivores. Yes. <laughs> well, you were saying, wait, why is it called a vegetarian? They eat more than vegetables. And I said, yeah, they should call them herbivores. <laughs> and Something said, like that. And it'd be cool, because then they could think they're like a dinosaur. <laughs> I just stole your joke. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> no, that's cool. It wasn't that funny, so it made me look silly. <laughs> Before we were recording, Chris was like, I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so uh, we're making it up for the, the the individuals who reached out through the Google uh, forum and said that they were vegetarian and could not relate to the chicken wars. Yes, but we did not do a blind taste test regarding vegetables and or fruits. Uh, no, we didn't. No, and we're not going to do VeggieTales like we mentioned. Yeah, so it, believe it or not, there's not a ton of fictional vegetable characters, especially when you exclude VeggieTales. 
Yeah. Uh, you 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 knew of yours. Had you seen your movie? I, Talk about what your what's your movie? So, uh, which I just realized. I guess mine could also be debated as being a fruit. I was going to ask you. Also, is it, uh, <laughs> is a tomato a fruit or a vegetable? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I'm picking uh, the Killer Tomatoes from the 1978 B movie called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. The first in the franchise. There Can are, I ask you a quick there aside? Four. Question. Yes. When uh, when you know, I'm pretty calm, pretty familiar with calling something a B movie, mm-hmm. but definitely like a lower budget, not like a super high quality film. Yes. Well, is that comparable to an indie movie or or completely different? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say no, because I would say that a B movie still has some kind of pull around it like some some of the people involved i feel like are still interesting i mean so 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 do many indie movies though but yeah that's true i'm I'm gonna look up what a b movie is so my movie also calls itself an indie movie so i was just curious are they are they similar so it says um okay so it says a lot of the times they were intended as second features so you'd have the first movie then this would be the second Mm -hmm. movie that you would see when you go to the theater so i guess you could you know if you had the a movie then the b movie yep uh, the term B-movie continues to be used in a broader sense to this day. They say, on one hand, the primary interest of many expensive, inexpensive exploitation films, and a lot of other B-movies display a high degree of craft and aesthetic ingenu- ingenuity. So, okay, I don't know. It's a, it does say they could be serious independent films. There you so, go. So they could, I feel like B-movie... B-movie is a pretty broad term now. So it does seem like it's like it's it's. Big from like like the fifties is when used to B movies were really big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And today it's just kind of thrown around. Uh, All right, around. thank you, thank you for that. Uh, I don't think I really taught gave people you something answer. today. Yeah. No, you definitely you helped me out. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> They're similar. So yeah, I think in a way. <laughs> so so yeah so I'm taking the Killer Tomatoes from the film Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and that's all you need to know about that movie. You said there's a four there's four of them. There are four of them. So to to just give you an idea, the first one, like I said, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, which came out a full decade later. Uh, then two years after that, you had the Killer Tomatoes Strike Back. Then one year after that, you had Killer Tomatoes Eat France. Interesting, and they all bet, have exclamation points at the end, except for Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. No, all the other ones have exclamation points. I bet that ten year gap, like the, if there were any like child tomato actors in that first one, they probably looked so old in the second. In the oh, sequel. absolutely. You, you could you hardly if there were any young tomatoes. I you could have to recast. hardly notice them. Uh, interesting thing: uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes has George Clooney in it as one of his first roles. Wow! Yeah, one of his first. Wow, good for George. Yeah, he really he really it bounced wasn't back a from Star that. Wars parody, was it? I don't think so. No, I, I'll, I've never seen any of the other ones. I, I have seen the first one. It was a long time ago, but I have seen because my. How much I do think you my, remember it? I just remember. It's just really weird because, yeah. like, if I remember correctly, the tomatoes don't have like faces. There's no animatronics. It's it's literally like just small tomatoes like rolling down the road and people running, and then they have bigger prop tomatoes still same thing like just rolling or or moving towards somebody and and all the the focus is on the character's reactions and not on the tomatoes do they ever put like a a person in a tomato suit Ooh, i don't i don't think so not in the first one anyway from looking what uh the sequel it looks like uh they got a little more budget 
and they started going a little uh, more crazy. Because when you look up like Killer Tomatoes, you can see that uh, they have a lot more. Oh, they have a face. Yeah. That's from the sequel? I believe so. So have you ever seen the movie Rubber? Yes, I have seen the movie. So it's very yeah, it's very similar. It rolls around and that's people's reactions. Exactly. To it. Yeah. It's also like telepathic or telekinetic or something. Yeah, I'm not sure how these um how these tomatoes become the way that they are. In the movie there's no explanation. It's just kind of that's fine. We don't there need a, we don't need an origin story. Well, that's story the problem because you get they they dive too deep into that, and now you're not even believing the premise because yeah. now you're like, would that even be possible? Yeah, you know, could that happen? Unless the, one of the sequels was an origin story, maybe maybe they did a prequel. Maybe they were from France. Maybe, maybe that's why they're going back. Yeah, maybe I know. So I do know in the from reading uh, online the sequel Return of the Killer Tomatoes. There's an evil scientist named Doctor Gangrene, and he's trying to recreate the Killer Tomatoes. Because at the end of the first one, all the killer tomatoes are gone. Oh. And they called it the Great Tomato War. That sounds fascinating. Yes. So if you want to go for it, go for it. Is the main... Is there like a protagonist? Is, is like as a human protagonist? There you know? is. His name is Mason Dixon. Okay. And he is uh, appointed by the President of the United States to track down and stop this... That's pretty cool. To- ...tomato menace. Well, did he have an official yeah. title? Uh, tomato hunter in chief? No, I don't think so. Man, yeah, he should have. He should have got one for his resume. They could have done something cool like that, but nope, didn't happen. If I got appointed by the president to do a very specific <laughs> you job, make sure you had a title. I would want a title for my resume. Yep. I All feel like you could, I feel like you could, you wouldn't even need that. I feel like on your on your resume, your list of references, you could just put president of the United States. Also, yeah, just in big font. That's all you write. Yeah. The president hired me. Specifically, to, to, to stop during the Great Out of Tomato everyone War. Everyone in the country, he picked me to fight tomatoes. Yeah, I'm not. Sure, I forget. I don't think Mason Dixon really had any uh, specific tomato credentials. Like exactly, like he was he was a guy that they they went with. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so is, so is this movie worth watching? From what you remember? Yes. Oh, cool! I'll yeah. put it on my list. It's like a funny. Um, B movie, okay. if if you will, it's just it's just it doesn't take itself seriously whatsoever. Like it knows what it's doing. Like it makes it makes self referential uh, okay. jokes. I'm cool with that. Yeah, so it's like it's. It, I would say that it's 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 bad, but it's good. Um, that's that's you know. That's I know that's house. like right up your alley. That's like exactly what you want. The best is if they don't aren't purposely bad, but if they are, I can still probably like it. Oh yeah. Yeah, like there's, there's, there's a, like I, I believe in in this one from my reading. I might be getting the movies mixed up. I think there's like a a car chase, but it's like extremely slow <laughs> car chase. There's a scene oh, that so they're... The, can the tomatoes drive a car? Oh, I don't remember. Know. I don't remember if they're driving they do a car it? or not. They How might do they be. They it? might just be rolling down the road. Like after after the. Oh, okay. Maybe they're moving they're slow in the car. Yeah, there, there's a. You can watch it online. There's a great. Jaws. I think that's called a tomato chase then. Tomato chase? Yeah, not a car chase. Not, oh yeah, you're right. Well, like, someone's in a car. Who's chasing. Yeah, that's true. There's a there's a great Jaws parody where like it recreates the um, the Fourth of July scene where like everyone's in the water and you just see like tomatoes just floating in the water and everyone's like screaming and and you see like a POV shot of like a tomato underneath the water and like pulling people down. Wow. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Very yeah. scary. Yeah, that's cool. And instead of blood, there's ketchup, which is kind of funny. That doesn't make sense. That makes you think the tomatoes are getting killed. 
I mean, I get the joke. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah, yeah, it yeah. comes from tomatoes. So yeah, right. <laughs> well, the t- some tomatoes do get killed. They get squished. Okay. They get stomped on. Okay. So there are some ways to to, to knock That's out these tomatoes. That's good to know. You just helped me out. That's Thanks. right. I, I assumed you didn't watch the movie. <laughs> no, I was going to learn about it from you. That's my favorite thing. There, really, there's also a, a big weakness, but I'll, I'll, I'll get into that later. And then I like to ask you a bunch of like weirdly specific questions that derailed <laughs> our topic. <laughs> All right, well, let's go into your orange. Yeah, so I, I, I um, also w- wanted to find a movie about uh, killer fruit and or vegetable. So I, uh, of course, just Google searched that. And I found a movie called Oranges, Revenge of the Eggplant from 2004. It's actually a sequel to Oranges the Movie from the year 2000. It's, uh, it tells the tale of action, adventure, and most importantly, revenge. Um, so the main character is Dr. Sunkist. And I have to kind of confess, I couldn't confirm that he is an orange. <laughs> I think he's an orange, <laughs> but I couldn't be sure. Um, I tried to find the movie without like paying for it, and I couldn't. So, And then I found the trailer. You're not that dedicated to the cause. The trailer is just like a bunch of quick scenes, so I, I don't know the characters' names. I am dedicated. I just didn't have enough time. Sorry. That's right. It's okay. So I think Dr. Sunkist is an orange. He's an action scientist, and um, that's a pretty cool job title, I thought. He's eight, but he's, he's been in the game for 80 years, and he's trying to retire. He just rescued the president in Bananistan. So the trailer does show There's some scenes There's always money from, in, the bana- in Bananistan. Good one. The trailer does show some scenes from this Bananistan rescue, and it is definitely um, mildly racist. The um, <laughs> bananas are kind of caricature, caricatures of like Middle Eastern terrorists. They're bananas with turbans and AK-47s. Oh, and I believe their leader is named Osana Banana. Oh, my God. And they've kidnapped the president. Um, Dr. Sunkist uh, rescued him and then wants to retire. And he, he takes a job teaching at Orange University. Uh, but unfortunately, some of his past catches up to him. And some type of evil eggplant is trying to get revenge and murdering people. And that's basically the summary. I do like the, the tagline of the movie. What's that? Revenge is a dish best served with fruit. <laughs> That's pretty good. Wait, so, all right. So, Dr. Sunkiss, he's 80 years old. No, he's been an action scientist for 80 so years. He's, he's older than 80. So he's, okay, so... I have so many questions about, like... Well, that's what the summary makes it sound like. I could It could be something. Well, I'm just curious, like, how fruits work in this universe. Uh, I was going to bring this up as well, because I have a theory. You want to hear it now? Sure. Uh, Genetically modified? They GMOs? No. Um, Frozen so, uh, in carbonite? Yeah, no. All right. Sorry. So, oranges, high in vitamin C, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, vitamin C is important in um, healing cuts and, like, healing scar tissue. Okay. So... I think maybe uh, the oranges, the oranges in this universe have like um, enhanced healing ability, like like Wolverine. Oh, they never get old. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Okay, that's what I was going to. I like be, that headcanon. I was going to say that in my argument. I think they I, have Wolverine healing factor. Oh man, that's pretty impressive. What if you peel them away? Like, what if you peel off some of his? Will it grow back, or will it unclear? Just like reattach? I don't know. I'm okay. sorry. Sorry. Maybe it just helps with old age. So, but what about like are the bananas? Are are these terrorist bananas? Like, have they been in the game for a long time too? Or Steve, when you watch a movie, do you like it when they list the age of every single character? Because I don't know. I'm just really curious. I only know this one guy's age because they put it in the summary. And some of the characters have hair. 
Some of them have hair. I know you have to suspend disbelief. I know. I apologize. I mean, they basically like glued googly eyes onto fruit, so you definitely have to suspend disbelief. This kind of reminds me of like um, the the thumb movies. Yes, like it, Thumb Tannic. It and does thumb kind Wars. of have that kind of vibe. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Um, here's some cool things Doctor Sunkiss did that I know because I found a, a transcript of the movie and I was trying to like read through it as quick as I could. So uh, he at one point invents a machine that can send out electrical impulses to alter brain waves. Okay. Um, and another character is like a brainwashing machine, and he's like, more or less, it can make our terrorist friends happy as clowns. It just has a short range. So I'm just this is just a scientist credential. Like this, this guy's legit. He made a brainwashing machine that works on bananas and can turn them, make them happy, make them happy, so they're not terrorists anymore. That's his goal. Because, and, so I, I guess under, with his logic, terrorists are just, they're always angry. Um, I'm, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe some terrorists are happy to be terrorists. That's actually a really good point. Um, also in the banana stand um, encounter, he's he's using some type of Trojan horse to uh, infiltrate the city. and um, An actual Trojan horse or just a metaphor? I don't know if it's like a liter- like a horse, but they're like okay. hiding in something to sneak okay. in. Because um, one of the characters asks about it like will it work and like his reply is like that so one of the one of the army guys with him says like isn't this going to be obvious and dr sunkis says no the, their primitive backwards culture won't understand what's going on <laughs> until it's too late <laughs> yeah like i said a little a little mild racism mild well i haven't seen the movie i don't want to judge too harshly yet <laughs> I think this is something you and I are going to have. To, I think we have to watch both. Of these. I'm going to try really hard to find this movie. We'll, we'll do. We'll do a double. I, feature. Actually, I think it was on like Google Play or something. I just didn't check how much it cost. I hear it. Maybe you, it might be on Amazon. Maybe it might be. Maybe some free. Uh, you know, you have some uh, free downloads. Yeah, or whatever yeah I should have looked. Yeah. Um. So that's that's Doctor Sunkist. He's oh. an action scientist oh, who's boy. trying to retire. All right. Well. So we got we got a fruit and a fruit debatable. Congress says it's a vegetable, but. Pete, they say Congress they say, decided that a well, tomato is a vegetable. a couple years ago, I don't know, maybe within the past 10 years, Congress said that pizza was a vegetable and that it was okay oh, yeah, that, to be that served. That was like a big joke, though. It was, I think it was serious. Well, I mean... I mean, it was a joke that they did that. That's though. what I meant. I don't think they were joking. No, they weren't joking. Yeah, you're, you're exactly correct. So Congress would argue that a tomato is a vegetable, but I'm going to... I guess we got two fr- fruits going on here. So I'm going I'm to try to help you out a little bit here, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, sure thing. So... Your 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 doctor sun kissed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he has access to you know sound uh, system equipment, probably like a speaker. Yeah, like a sure. speaker, sure, something, sure, something like that. So uh, there is a part uh, in the movie, and for some reason, this is the 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 Achilles heel of the tomatoes. Uh, the U.S. Army decides to play the song "Puberty Love," and it destroys the tomatoes they shrink from their large sizes and they get smaller and smaller and smaller to the point where they're able to be squished on is it just that song it's just that song why that song that's interesting not i'm not sure wow yeah it doesn't really make any sense whatsoever but they are able to uh to do that but however there is one tomato that is smart enough to put on headphones they don't have arms but somehow they're able to get headphones on they keep their large size, and they're able to keep pushing forward. Speaking of not having arms, that also does not matter in this in my movie's universe. You can do anything, even if you don't have arms. 
So one thing in my favor, frequent a lot of characters use guns, so my orange is definitely like familiar with firearms. So, That's, that that is that has been very beneficial. Do you know how guns work on tomatoes? Or they, does anyone try to shoot them in the movie? Uh, they do, but they don't. They do not do anything. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't do anything. Oh, darn! That's yeah, that's unfortunate. There's for me. a scene where there's a guy, and he he has like some kind of like a assault rifle or a shotgun, and he's shooting at the tomato, and it just keeps moving in. And the tomatoes have this really weird sound that they make. Uh, they're like when they're when they're moving towards people, and the guy just starts, you know, uh, shouting out helplessly as the tomato engulfs him. Interesting. Yeah. So they, they are impervious to, to gunshot, it appears. It just, for some reason, so. the song Puberty Love okay. is, what, the is only what weakness knocks them down. Uh, yeah, at least, in, at least in the first movie. I'm, Dr. I'm, I'm, Sunkist would have no way to know. How did they figure that out That's in the, the movie? tough part. I don't know. Did they try a lot of songs? That's interesting. I, I believe for some reason that they just go with that and it works. <laughs> well, wait. Then, so could, then maybe we, any song so could maybe work. It could be possibly. <laughs> it is very possible. Um, so you help me out a little bit. I'll help you out a little bit. Um, tomatoes also uh, have vitamin C, so maybe that's maybe that helps you heal too. Maybe that's why you can take the gunshots. It regenerates my because I mean, tomatoes have skin also. Oh uh, yeah. Sure. Um, if anything were to happen to the tomato, they do have seeds, and those seeds can grow uh, new tomatoes. Oh, playing the long game. Oh, I'm, I'm letting this. I'm letting you may this have go defeated of... me, but wait like a year. Wait until you see my wait, kind. How long does an orange tree take to grow? Probably more than a year. Well, you're going on a tree. Because you need a full-out tree. A yeah, tomato is just oh, you're a plant. On vine. Yeah, you yeah. could grow but, a season. But what do you need when you grow tomatoes? I don't know. Tomato sun, cage. Sunlight. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean a bunch of things. I mean, yeah, you need sunlight and water. No, you need a tomato cage or else the tomatoes are too heavy for the plant and then they fall down. Okay. So, <laughs> so they that's, need that's, to really set that up in advance. They're going to really have it. Yeah, when he dies, okay. he's going to be like, please put it over <laughs> there where the tomato cages are. Or, ooh, this is a good idea. Maybe he could... Um, tell like try to trick people that tomato cages are actually uh like the tomato versions of gravestones so he can be oh, like oh th- these are my young they they've they've died please put this over top of them to mark where they where they died yeah and it seems like that would only work like one time and then people would be like wait a minute <laughs> we're helping them regenerate so a question on that you said there's no origin story we don't know how these there's were created no origin story whatsoever i want to guess i put a personally guessed evil scientist situation but um, so do you know that a, if you plant the seeds of a killer tomato, will another t- killer tomato grow? I believe so. Cause it seems that every tomato is a killer tomato. Wait, it seems like every it's tomato like, in the world. Yes. It seems like it's like a, um, like a, it's kind of like, a, <laughs> it's kind of like a, uh, like an order 66 kind of thing. It just seems like they all just wake up and they're like, it's time to go. I was going to say the happening. You know that M. Night Shyamalan movie where, like... Is that... The, yeah, was that the, the wind? The tree... Well, <laughs> or the trees? <laughs> no, he does. Yeah, they do use the wind to, like, show something happening. <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought but, it was yeah, it's like, it's like plants. Yeah, like, oh, that's right. Some, it's like, the plants. Something that makes some, like, toxin or something. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I don't think M. Night Shyamalan even knows. <laughs> that's usually how he does his plots. <laughs> He's like, the people are going to be surprised that this happens. And, and like, then all the, right, M. Night, what, and the what, wind blows what does to it signify mean? it. Right, exactly. Because they're like, hey, how do you want us to show this plant releasing a pheromone? He's like, wind. Or a toxin or whatever. It'll, it'll, it'll scare the people. So that could happen with the killer tomatoes uh, and uh, you know spreading their 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 kind. Um, like I mentioned, like this is like a one one all everybody's in kind of thing. Like they all just so there's no regular tomatoes in this world. No, not at all. That's actually the saddest thing. No so one there can make were, like pizza. Or yeah. Like so there were tomatoes. There were they were like they were all normal tomatoes. Like I said, like something happened. Like there was an inhibitor chip inside them or something, wow. and they just went for it the film opens with a scroll talking about uh alfred hitchcock's movie the birds and audience like thought it was funny that 
you know, they, they, that birds would revolt against humanity. Um, but if that actually happened, like people would freak out. So then they're like, all right, well, now we're going to do it with tomatoes and show that people would, if this happened in real life, they're basically trying to say people would not think it's funny. Like they would be terrorized. So that's Wait, why they're playing it seriously. Do people in the seriously. birds movie think it's funny? They said audiences thought oh, it was like a funny I do. I do concept. too. It is kind of funny. Yeah. But they're saying like, but if it really did happen though. Well, yeah, duh. I know. I mean, that's true for like a lot of comedy. I'm just telling you what it's basing. It's going back to Hitchcock. It's trying to, I think their idea was if we put the name Alfred Hitchcock in the beginning of our movie, then it's going to have some kind of credibility. You know, because you're sitting there okay. in the theater and you're like, this movie's pretty stupid. Oh my gosh. Alfred Hitchcock? What does he have to do with this movie? Oh my gosh. Killer Tomatoes? It's the the, the pre credit starts with a tomato coming out of a woman's garbage disposal, oh and boy. then Is it, it like just half cut and stuff. Uh, I shredded. I up? don't believe it's shredded up. It, it it comes out and she's like very confused, and then it just draws her into a corner, and then it it goes. Did she put a whole tomato down her garbage disposal? I think so. It seems weird. Maybe, maybe I don't. I, I'm skeptical. Mm-hmm. I don't understand their their um, claim that uh, if comedy. Wait, what was it? They're so. So a comedy based on something scary, they're like, well, if it happened for real, it wouldn't wouldn't be funny. And I was like, yeah, like, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is really funny, but if, like, a rabbit was eating you or if you chopped a guy's arms and legs off and he still yelled at you, that would be really scary. I think it's just trying to establish the validity of this movie's existence. I, I don't think they did a good job. <laughs> I didn't think they think, thought people would actually Why think that Why didn't they just far? say we made a dumb movie and it's pretty funny, you should watch it. Like, maybe uh, he doesn't I like that it's funny. Because I don't, like, I don't he's think. Like, no, take my tomato movie seriously. I think more. I think audiences would prefer a movie that doesn't try too hard to be dumb or to be silly, like on purpose. Agreed. But I think this is one of those movies where they definitely were trying. Okay. And they're kind of like acknowledging that up front, which might have turned people off. I'm not sure of. Um, Rotten Tomato scores, if there if there are. My any. movie is like a fifty five audience. Um, it had no critic huh, score. Funny, it's not on Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe the tomatoes are uh, like tomato lobbies trying to pull it off. That they don't want to have it on there at all. It did make five hundred sixty seven thousand dollars on a one hundred thousand dollar budget. So wait, more than seems tr- really good. Yeah, so I guess that's than, why they made four. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it, it definitely made money. Um, but it it does it does end. But they never, they never uh, go with this, this, uh, this tag at the end. The film ends with a carrot rising from the soil and saying, "All right, you guys, they're gone now." <laughs> so it's kind of interesting with that, with that thought. Are they now going to make their move, or were they just hiding because they were afraid that the tomatoes were going to take over the carrots? Interesting point. A lot of, lot of different ways you could have gone with that. A lot, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I mean, so so my tomato, I mean, he would grow to an enlarged size. How big are we talking? They're huge. Uh, they're like the size of a person, even right. bigger. My orange is orange-sized, it looks like to me. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to go with here. I mean, I think my tomato would just Man, roll a, over yours. That's a bummer. And the, my guns don't work. That was my big argument. Right. No, I, can, I can use guns. No guns. Oh, this isn't good. Are there any songs that you think your orange wouldn't like? Um, fruit salad do you think he would hear fruit salad by the wiggles and get freaked out like he's like no i do not want to be a part of that that's a good point so i don't know if there's even humans in this universe because every character that i saw in the trailer is a fruit or vegetable those types of movies are interesting where they just take the real world and just kind of flip it into a version of that their world that's what it looked like because instead of you know it's like literally there's afghanistan and then there's bananistan 
like, like everything is like sized properly for fruit and vegetables. Right. So I guess it's like possible they're like any size because like I'm because ha- you, no you have no reference. reference. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But so I would the, say the orange could be a human size orange in a regular could size world. Be. Right. But the, based on uh, how it looks like they just took an orange and filmed it, <laughs> I think it's orange sized. <laughs> Now I'm curious what the what the, the the citrus juice would do if I rolled over you and like exp, you know you kind of splurted out a little bit would that I don't think I think you're too soft to squish me I think you would just deform but like how do they kill people in the movie do they eat them they never show it oh I mean, I need to know you just see like the classic zoom in on the on the character's face they're screaming and then that's it mm. I mean they have some kind of strength I mean like I mentioned they have tomatoes pulling people down into the water as if they're the monster from Jaws, the shark from Jaws. Yeah, so they can swim, too. They swim, and then they also float. When it, they can just do whatever they want. They're like submarines. That, exactly. Like, they're they're unstoppable. They, they do things I didn't even know tomatoes could do. You know what? I honestly thought I really was going to have you with my guns, but now I'm like, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, so I do have 80 years as an action scientist. All right. I might be able to invent some scientific invention that can work on you. The problem is I also don't know enough about your song weakness to know if my guy, if Dr. Sunkiss would have any chance of discovering it. Because he would need, like, he would need samples. He would need, like, time to research. Do these tomatoes, do they act fast? Or are they just, like, taking over cities every, like, by the day? Or is it kind of a slow... Uh... I, th- I think it's, I think they're playing a long, a long game here. So maybe on the off chance we capture some recon tomatoes, do some studies on them. Maybe Dr. Sunkist has a chance to, to invent some type of sound wave device to to play puberty love across the globe <laughs> yeah i don't know how he would know that but i also don't know how they know that in in the movie attack of the killer tomatoes i do think though that they would the tomatoes would keep him guessing because here is a quote from the movie ready one of the characters says we were hit by a kamikaze tomato tomatoes can't fly someone else says this guy says yeah well they can't eat people either but they're doing one hell of a job of that so they are eating people. And they're flying. They're flying tomatoes. Because this guy, it was a scene that um, there was a helicopter crash, and the helicopter was hit by a kamikaze tomato. So you had flying tomatoes. Wow. And I think it would just completely continue to keep Dr. Sunkist guessing. He'd have no so idea. He's like, oh, Do- they're swimming. Dr. Sunkist may have, have dealt with uh, kamikaze pilots. He was in World War II. Oh, good point. He good actually point. Uh, was part of the group that killed Hitler. Yeah, but most of the kamikaze pilots were in the Pacific. Maybe he was in both. I mean, good I don't for know, he at least know about them. Good for him. <laughs> I mean, he could be aware of he them. He has yeah. a lot of accolades. Like I said, he killed Hitler. Wait, I thought he was behind a team who killed Hitler, not that well, he was the one who killed it, Hitler. They don't say who personally killed it. He said he's, he's talking about it, and he says, we killed Hitler on that mission. I respect that, though. It was a team effort. I, I respect that. That's, that's what I like about that. He's not taking the credit. It's kind of like the guys from SEAL Team 6. Yeah. You know? like mm-hmm. not, not one person killed them. It, 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 it was a group effort. All right, so some fun facts. All right, you go ahead, because I don't know if I have any. So uh, so I was wrong after some research. Tactically Clear Tomatoes is on Rotten Tomatoes. Currently stands at 27% on the tomato meter, 42% audience uh, ranking, average 4.3 uh, review there. So the tomatoes did attack Rotten Tomatoes, getting their, their revenge there. Um, so the tomato at the end of the film I was talking to you about the way it wasn't able to hear the song uh, was because it was wearing earmuffs so the way they filmed that is they had giant green toilet seat covers being used as the earmuffs so if you use that 
to kind of visualize the size of the tomato mm-hmm. kind of shows how big it is if you're using toilet seat covers as earmuffs I got you. for a giant tomato. So you can kind of get an idea uh, there. Uh, unfortunately, most of the cast uh, has never appeared in a movie since uh, this movie was made. So it seemed like it definitely ki- killed a bunch of careers. However, like I mentioned, George Clooney was in the sequel. He went on to do some great things. A lot of the costumes were purchased at Goodwill uh, thrift stores. Uh, a lot of the filming was done without a permit. Uh, it seems like they were just kind of making it up as they go along. Some of the scenes were shot in a high school auditorium. And um, let's see. Oh, there. So there, there's this scene, and it's kind. I don't. I don't know if it's it's a kosher scene. I don't understand what they were trying to do here. So there's a scene where a Japanese scientist knocks a picture of the USS Arizona into a goldfish tank. Okay. So. I don't know if they're trying to, like, make a Pearl Harbor joke. Sounds like a Pearl Harbor joke to me. Yeah, I just don't, like, it seems a little tasteless, (laughs) you know, especially making it a Japanese scientist. It's not a very good joke. Yeah, Um, and uh, like I mentioned, there is a character called Dr. Gang Green that appears in the sequels. Uh, This is the only one that he is not in. He is in all of the other sequels. And something else I didn't mention, too, is uh, Sean Astin, his father, actor John Astin, he was in the sequels. So this has some had some people in it. I think I think. What had George Clooney? Yeah, I mean the it seemed like the sequels had had. <laughs> Did more George Clooney then. play a tomato? No, no. It doesn't seem like any t- tomatoes were played by any famous uh, actors. They probably had like one voice actor do all of them. Like I said, he, they just go around. There's wait, can they talk or they just do that? So in the first one, that's all they do. Maybe in the sequels they they can because in the sequels. They have eyes and they have a mouth and they have arms with their vines. So they evolve. So, so they're, they they evolve and they're able to do more things. So they may communicate verbally more, but at least in the first one, I just know they do that annoying buzzing sound. Okay. Nothing besides that, though. I got one fact. Go for it. It won Best Comedy uh, at the 2004 Micro Cinema Fest. You know what? Good for them. That's pretty good. Good for them. I think I think this is the type of movie that we need more of, and we should we should get a reboot sometime in the future i think we need more of these fruits fruits yeah. going at it so there's only two reviews on imdb for this movie and they're both like glowing reviews it's kind of like um the five star reviews on amazon from how did this get made yeah but you know, those, those people these are reviews just, are like these this movie's great you should watch it i'm glad that well it seems like these people are thinking the same thing right you said they're glowing reviews yeah yeah oh, that's good Hey. You know how I said that the uh, movie was like had some mild racism? That might even be, be part of the plot because uh, it looks like part of the issues of the movie are are fruit overcoming fruitism, which I guess is oh the the you know the just the what's it called the uh, discrimination Discri- because you're, that's the word I was thinking because of. discrimination you're a fruit. right exactly. It also says there's zombies. This movie has everything. Well. I think I think we really need to to sit down this this Halloween season and, and check out both of these because this uh, Attack of Killer Tomatoes is free on Amazon Prime. Great. So I think we have uh, our work cut out for us. All right. I'm excited. Chris, is there anything else you want to add before we sign off today? Um. Uh no, I think we I think we got a good uh, vegetarian vegan episode right so yeah so yeah we really wanted to just make up for those listeners you know we we greatly apologize yeah, sorry sorry to you uh, non meat eaters yeah so hopefully uh, we we didn't do a taste test though we should have done a taste test if we really wanted to commit to this with between tomatoes and oranges but 
Yeah, no, I don't we, know how, you, do how you do no, that. We, and, and we don't, and we don't want to do that. We we want to eat our chicken sandwiches. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed this episode. So down in the show notes, there is going to be a link to take you to a Google form where you can vote for who you think would win between our two herbivore characters, the Doctor Sunkist from Oranges, Revenge of the Eggplant, or the Killer Tomatoes from the film Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And make sure you, uh, after you vote, if you want, put in a little story or let us know why you think that individual would win. And we will talk about that in our next episode. Anything else, Chris? I got one more thing. I, I just thought it. of it. Sure. I, I feel like I got outplayed because your tomatoes are giant. But I just want to leave the viewers with one thought. Sure. In Picture this. In one hand, you have a tomato. Mm-hmm. In the other hand, you have an orange. Mm-hmm. Smash them together. Mm-hmm. Who's going to win that smash? That's what I'll leave you with pretty good we're talking normal size tomato oh yeah i am i'll leave with one thing imagine you have a giant size tomato like the tomato in the movie it's so big you can't even fit it in your hand and carry it in your other hand you have a uh, an orange you smack it against the giant tomato that's so big that it has toilet seat covers as earmuffs which one do you think would win i think that was a little bit unfair but (laughs) I can't do anything about it. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, whowincast.com. Subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Wincast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.